Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Catwaterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get-together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there just sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching, and I hope you enjoy. disability in your Facebook posts about selling or buying something, get it, it gets it automatically struck down. Aaron, we're live. Hi, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to provide context for that statement, but feel free to feel justified or outraged as you might decide. <laughs> this week we have a this very special open. episode of Star Wars stories that is not about the selling of drugs on Facebook. No, we sell our drugs behind the 7-Eleven like normal fucking Like people. God fucking intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Show some or, respect you know, for your case, roots, people. Case of, of Edge of the Empire characters, we primarily sell our drugs by smuggling them halfway across the galaxy. Yep, that's a, that's a good way to do it, too. That's what Narshida is for. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably go back there at some point. But you're not there right now. So, last week on Afterlight Skies, um, it's not really important right now, but Rerun blew up a guard post. Um, but right now, we are transitioning from that back to a time before. Uh, the group is on Corellia, awaiting their ship being being fixed. Sai got a contact from one of his rebellion friends who had a friend who needs a thing and with Ares and Praz's help is off doing that for the moment. And due to the nature of of it, they won't be in contact or able to get in contact with Calm during the few days. Um, the mechanic who's repairing your ship actually did have an offer for you while you guys were sitting around and waiting for not only the rest of your party to get back but also for the ship's codes to be re-scrambled um that Kel he has a friend Kella Lun and who's um who needs some help uh She's a manager for mechanics and in sort of a 
middle management position at one of the larger refineries. Um, and over the past few years, several people have died in apparently ac unexplained accidents in the processing facility. Uh, causes are unclear. And in each case, the individual had a droid counterpart that went missing. Um, so you two have agreed to meet with Kella to discuss what she's hoping to find and potentially look into the situation. Uh, so, why don't you introduce your characters? Jack. Okay, I'm Jack, and I am playing Rerun, the astromech mechanic and saboteur, and I will roll some destiny. Like always, one dark side. <laughs> <laughs> and i am jeremy i'm playing cory kane human outlaw tech and sync and two dark side yes <laughs> all right so with a small party and a consuming amount of darkness as we begin. Um, Kaya is a decently put together Corellian human woman. She's wearing sort of a sharp, the kind of Star Wars business attire that's a little bit floofy and sci-fi, but clearly was pressed in the props department quite adamantly. <laughs> um, nice. She wears some sort of fancy technological jewelry around her neck um, and greets you at the gate to the facility, um, handing you, Corey, a um, sort of badge about this, about the size of a sort of business card. Here you go, guest pass. As, oh, thanks thank for you. agreeing to meet with me about this. I... We don't have much time, so if you could come on in. Yep. <clears throat> I have a question. She looks a little bit startled by your voice modulator, but uh, yes. Uh, what percentage of individuals that you have hired, freelancers that is, have ended up with restraining bolts? Hmm? She Um... None? I, I actually haven't Okay, no problem. <clears throat> Inside. Because <laughs> the last time he took a freelance job on this planet. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah. Hey, you actually have your cover human with you this time. <laughs> yes, I do. Are learning though. Yep. Um, so yeah, she escorts you inside past some of the columns of this facility to um, towards it's one side of it. And as she goes, she explains, "I I've been in this position for the past few years. I, it's a company, of course. We primarily focus on our profits, but." Uh, some of our uh, mechanics, maintenance people, who I'm, I'm sort of directly responsible for, have there have been accidents, and of course, there's always some level of accidents. But 
no one can explain what's happened or how um, people have just turned up dead. Uh, in most of our maintenance, the common practice is one humanoid technician and one um, counterpart, typically an astromech droid. Um, in each of these cases, someone's working in a part of the facility we've cornered off because there's some sort of issue or standard routine maintenance and something happens and they die. And in all of these cases, it seems like the astromech is missing. I, I, the company, of course, has its own investigators, but my superiors don't feel like it's that important because, well, it doesn't actually affect our bottom line all that much. So oh, I can't dedicate a ton of time to this, but I can give you permission to look around the facility if you can figure out what's happening. Um, we have some rewards, and I probably could <clears throat> arrange a bigger reward for for it actually being solved because once it's solved, that's that's Le something less cost. Yeah, yeah. So I don't like it, but I have to work within the system. Okay. So what you're saying is, Corey and I fit the demographic of your normal work team that has been the subject of whatever is causing these fatalities slash droid nappings. <clears throat> And mm -hmm. therefore, you feel it is advantageous for us to go investigate because if it's a whatever it is that's doing this, we fit the target criteria. That's part of it. It's also, um, I want to determine if these are actual accidents, what's causing them, and my contact assures me that you have some level of technical expertise beyond what our standard mechanics might be able to notice. That is uh, definitely correct. Mm. Yep. I can show you, uh, the most recent incident was two days ago, I can show you where, where Gwim was. Uh, they haven't moved the body yet or cleaned up the area. I, I said if I managed to get them to put it off for now because we don't have a shipment, but in three days, they are going to want to clear out everything, at which point any evidence will probably be gone. Oh. Yes, no, by all means, please show us the corpse that's been laying in place for two days straight. Mm -hmm. We have, um, we have, I don't quite understand the, the, we have preservation systems. Oh, much. Yeah. That, that, that's very, very intelligent. Mm hmm, mm -hmm. And she heads into one of one of these columns of the facility that does seem to currently be shut down. Um, shows you past a few floor signs for maintenance underway, and sort of out of view of those maintenance underway signs further in, there is some actual like taped off for sanitary concerns tape that she just pulls up and walks past, um, inviting you in. Um, this area is sort of the base of one of the cauldrons that the refinery uses. Around the wall, at about reruns height, there are, are sort of sprockets out of the wall that presumably are used for liquid to come into this, this basin. Above your head, about 70 feet up, there's a sort of large spinning fan 
Um, if you've mm -hmm. ever been indoor skydiving, that yeah, kind of that kind of thing, and loose arcing electricity that interlaces with the fan, um, and and electric grills on either side of it. Um, Can rerun make some on... sort of? Oh, keep going. Mm. Oh. I'll get through the box text and then. No add worries. On the floor in front of you, you see um, a Trandosh. Or... Let me pull up Glim's. Um, a Rodian mechanic um, has sort of some tools and a small toolbox that seem to have just been off to the side, perhaps in use, uh, and laying face down on the floor. There's a few small hovering, what you'd probably both easily recognize as preservation systems um, that are likely keeping the air in the area all maintained right. for the moment uh and she's <sighs> Arius, uh Gwim was a good man and i i hope you can figure out what what happened uh if administrators or guards come by or anyone asks you what you just show cory just show them your pass uh there there shouldn't be any issues I'll be in my office if you need me. Like I said, they, they don't want me to spend much time on this. I have other responsibilities I have to run back and get to. Uh, just, just uh, is there anything you'd need right now? Hmm. I don't think so. We'll take a look around and see what we can find. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm on the th third floor of the central building. There's signs for my office. Right. <clears throat> and she will head off, leaving you to this sort of facility and your murder investigation. Not, nice. not necessarily murder, accident slash potential kidnapping. Yeah. The... the, the... Investigation of the circumstances of the fatality and potential yep. droid nap. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, can rerun look around and get just a some sort of mechanics read on what this place is, this section of the facility is actually for with the sprockets and the fan and whatnot? Mm -hmm. Sure, absolutely. Uh, mechanics difficulty two. Okay. And I'm going to use a light side point that I don't have. Just kidding. Three successes and a threat. <laughs> With three successes, this is this is specifically a refinery. Uh, it may be useful for any number of substances, but essentially they put some variety of liquid or liquid metal here, and then by using the fans and potentially mixing in various substances, they create the result they want and then mm -hmm. funnel it back out through those tubes okay. all right uh, it's empty right now the the entire thing's powered off you can actually see sort of above the fan there is a viewing ring that would essentially be where the chemists or mechanics would be to monitor this when it is on okay and then yep yeah. uh and then wishing that powder was here, but knowing that they are not. <laughs> Corey, do you think we can figure out cause of death on this guy? 
it's not my not exactly my 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 forte but i can and she starts yeah letting my sentence end there (laughs) so if either of you would like to try and determine cause of death that's a difficulty to mechanics or computer no Medicine. Medicine. <laughs> Medicine is the one for dead humanoids. I will give it a try. I was gonna say, did you just Woo! reel a bunch more information than we needed to know at that moment? <laughs> no, I was just running through the list of various checks and what I can tell you based on them, and I started in the wrong part of the chart. Shockingly, you can do a mechanics check somewhere in this facility. <laughs> That's fair. Um, Two successes and a threat. So, Corey, you're sure he's dead. Most of what catches your attention, you might even be sort of trying to divert from the corpse, um, is, oh, hey, some of the tools are actually, like, current, seem like they were in, presumably, in use at the time he died, or he just left his wrench on one of these sprockets. Um, for some reason. Uh... Rerun with two successes, it strikes you as some sort of electrocution or something like that. One of the things you notice that's a little odd is as you're sort of prodding around and essentially shoving the body a little bit, trying mm-hmm. to trying to get a more thorough, the entire chest cavity seems shockingly empty. There's no signs of cut or evisceration on the front and but whatever was in there isn't in there anymore and with some investigation that's fairly obvious like okay. most humanoids including rodians have organs in the chest part and it seems like that area is just very floppy like okay. that stuff's missing he's missing his stuffings <laughs> Yeah. That's not normal. Hmm? No, no. And nobody uh, has. Yeah. There aren't any access ports on on this guy's torso either. Hmm? I mean, like there there aren't any exit, holes. And exit any wounds. Right. That. Hmm. I mean, you're right, they're access ports, but, um... At which point... (laughs) with such a thing... Rerun's going to extrude one of his little reacher arms and just spread the Rodian's mouth oral cavity open. Yep. And, like, he's going to investigate the extant orifices and see if anything was extracted via those if he can tell okay make me a difficulty three medicine check to specifically (laughs) determine that or you wanted to know what could have caused this Corey is going to i don't know if i would have access to this via via data pad but is there some um Like, you know, uh, uh, a hollow news net, the like, mm-hmm. that I would be able to have access to. Because this is a very particular kind of kind of injury. Mm-hmm. It's something that's 
somebody would have to have practice doing. Yeah. You want to find, like, similar Potential incidents. similar. Are we dealing with some kind of fucking serial killer or... I mean, or a parasite. There are definitely serial killer speculation channels. You can roll me a... Because you're just accessing this from your data pad, you can roll right. me a... Um, go with Knowledge Core Worlds because you're on Corellia with two setback difficulty too, but with two setback die for not really having like full channel access. Just okay. whatever you can grab. Rerun. So, <laughs> um, let's see. You no success. No failure. Or but has shit ton of threat. <laughs> so rerun, you're you're starting by sort of using your more claw oriented hand to kind of open the oral cavity to see like if maybe the stomach got pulled out of that's not actually how stomachs work, but maybe it happened. You don't know. And vacuum as tubes. You do like blood and pinkish blue fluid starts to pour out of the nose and mouth and you kind of scoot away because you don't necessarily want that on your paint job yep <clears throat> and that is definitely either spinal or brain fluid That's i've read a couple i've read a, i've read a couple i've read a couple of powders books yeah You've also been a soldier in an army. Right. <laughs> I, I know what happens when you shoot Sarodian. <laughs> I know what comes out. I've seen it done. <laughs> um, or it was one success. There doesn't seem to be any speculation or this sort of modus operandi on, on any of the channels. But with three advantages, you do recall that this is apparently not the first time someone has been found mysteriously dead and apparently the previous times it wasn't really investigated it was just like oh factory accident incinerator okay well i've made one important discovery cory okay he's not faking uh, i i i that no no he's not look at all this shit um... <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. This seems like an opportune time to investigate the surrounding area and look for anything suspicious. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> Let's walk away from the puddle of viscera. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. It obvious I thought powder was going to be here when I initially <laughs> okay. Alright. I don't have any sort of internal security systems that you've seen, do they? Not that I've seen, but I wasn't really looking. Um, I look. Let's see if there's a I, fucking I, camera around anywhere. Looking for internal you do see one surveillance camera that seems like it's potentially you know how 3D printers and stuff, people will stick webcams to them to monitor what's going on if they need to walk away? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it does seem like up near the observation deck there is one of those monitoring cameras. 
probably has a decent view of all of this. Uh, and Rerun, you at least probably would have noticed when coming in, there is, outside of this room, there is, like, a access port and screen, presumably for monitoring and stuff. Let's go give it a look. Okay. So, yeah, yeah you head outside of the vat to where the where the inputs for the monitoring are. Um, whoever wants to check it, give me a difficulty three computers. No setbacks because you have the access codes for this facility. Sure. Kella would have given that to you. Or Kaya. Why do I keep Kaya looking? Are, uh, difficulty a difficult... three? Difficulty three, yeah. Okay. I mean, Four successes yeah. and an advantage. Yeah. So, yeah, you start to access the um, the cameras, and the first thing you notice is that it seems like the cameras, but also like the monitoring inputs for like temperature. Why am I using like so much for temperature, sound, stuff like that? Is all fried. Um, it like currently not active but you go back through the old security footage trying to find the last thing that isn't fried um because mm -hmm. this this station still has that information um the last screens that you can find are of Gwim the Rodian sort of kneeling down seemingly using a wrench to mess with a socket it um on this wall um before his astromech starts beeping urgent erratic you can't quite make it out from this distance but it doesn't sound like binary that you're familiar with um either for either of you and then the footage cuts out uh with four successes you're as you're sort of scrolling back between those last few seconds um you definitely catch, like, the electricity on the fan starting to charge up almost as though it's surging right before everything shorts out. You, it's a decent guess that that's what shorted out these cameras. I look over it, rerun. Clearly, there is an assassin who can transform their physiological form into straight energy. It murders the biological organisms and then kidnaps the droids for later sustenance. Don't look at me. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, was, I was potentially with you up until the end. I was open to the possibility. <laughs> I mean, I mean, um, I mean, if if that is what's true, I'm going to start writing Holonet scripts for making money from here on out. But you know. I mean, you should anyway. But... <laughs> I suppose then you gotta go union, and that's probably not the thing you want to do with the empire right nope. now. Nope. 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 Um... Nope. 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 All, all, all Plus, the, is... the Empire makes you go to entertainment conventions, and those are the worst. And then, God forbid, you write something critical of the Emperor. Right. Because then he mocks you at his rally. 
Yes, he does. The Emperor would like to remind... The Emperor <laughs> doesn't go out, but he'd like to remind everyone that he still looks very young and very pretty. <laughs> also, he has completely normal-sized hands. The first part of that is actually Star Wars canon. Yeah. The Empire puts a lot of propaganda money into making sure no one realizes the Emperor is a person that ages. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the normal hands is just a bonus. <laughs> His hands are not wrinkly. Um, right. Is more accurate. To yep. course, but... Oh, so you're saying that he uses tax money on skin creams? I'm sorry, I'll stop now. <laughs> oh, the meta jokes right, are strong with this one. Half of our viewers. <laughs> Which, frankly, if we have. Bye, guys. Um. <laughs> If you can't stand someone joking about someone you like, maybe don't be a dick about it. I was going to say maybe don't be on the internet, but okay, that works too. That's true. Um, all right, so so call it 38 minutes is the point where this, this episode <laughs> went off the um, through, despite Aaron's best efforts. Um... No, this is okay. a new record for how long it's taken. Yes, absolutely. Um, well. But there's, yes, fatality involving unnecessary levels of electronic surge, apparently. Mm -hmm. And. And this is not. Wait a minute. This is not new. It's happened before, so we're going to figure it out. Um, all those Detective Hollow novels I read were, were, were always like, find the pattern, find what's similar between the people. Okay. Um, they're all dead. This <laughs> Besides that. Okay. Um, they all worked here. They, they all, all had worked. an astromech. Mm -hmm. All the astromechs vanished afterwards. Right. We need to mo know more about these people. Okay. We find motive. We... Step one, find motive. Step two... Step three... Profit. Find... Okay. Step four, profit. Okay. So what you're saying is that this plan is 25% more complicated than than your standard plan. Correct. Okay. All right, then. Let's go see if we can... Should we talk to Kaya and ask what she knows about the other dead folks? Yeah, see folks? what she can find about employment records, or see what she can tell us about all of these other people um 
what they can tell what she can tell us about the astromech droids mm -hmm. maybe they all have a connection like there's got to be something that's connected if they're if we are assuming they all that 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 they all died due to accidents and that these accidents are connected somehow and are purposeful and not just shoddy workmanship. Mm-hmm. There has to be a reason. And somebody's doing this well enough to uh they're not just walking up behind them, shooting them in the back of the head. And, and then when they head to Kaya's office. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So, takes you a little ways to get there. Corey, you do have to show your badge when you sort of enter the administrative area. Yep. It's not judgmental or anything. It is. It seems to be a fairly standard check. Um, and she's like, hi, I got a badge. See, see, badge, yeah. badge. <laughs> The guard goes. Supposed to be here. Very good, Miss. Uh, Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I have a badge. <laughs> yes. Yes, you had to have a badge. <laughs> it's a. It's a piece of. Very and and Rerun holds out a piece of flimsy that just says, "I can do what I want." <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> he doesn't okay. seem like he's inclined I have to a question. <laughs> Um, you don't need a permit. They're just going to assume the astromech is fine. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you head to Kai's office. She seems to be buried in a good deal of paperwork, but she looks up when you come. Oh, uh, Corey, rerun. I, is there anything I can help with? Yeah, so, um, uh, how best to put it? Um... So, hmm. somebody the shocked that... Wim to death, and then they stole his organs from the inside without cutting him open. Oh, or yeah. potentially the—I uh, I have a working theory that conceivably the electricity liquefied his organs. That's that's a possibility, I suppose. Okay. That's what that's what that's what the serial killer sites say. Okay. But we don't know well. that this is a serial killer. Well, technically, if he killed multiple people, he is a serial killer. Once you hit, once you get past three, you are officially a serial killer, even if you're doing it for money or ideal, like you're not doing it because you're crazy. You're still a serial killer, because serial just means ongoing multiple. Three Five. plus. Mm. Three plus Hi. victims. <laughs> what what can I do to so help with this? We know there have been a bunch there have been at least three other accidents. Five. 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 Yes, five. five. Um not obviously in the last week, just over the past two years. Right. So if the uh, where if we're assuming that these weren't accidents, which I think is our running theory at the moment, 
really more of a hypothesis than a theory. Anyway, um, if we're if we're if if we're running off of that, then there has to be something that connects them. There has to be a motive, a um, uh, reason why you go after these people and do it in an inconspicuous enough way that it's not just like you know knock on the door in the middle of the night. Hello. Right. Um, well... And then grab the astromechanism. Okay. Uh, yes, I can see, I can see why that's a thought. Um, as far as the, the previous victims, there was... Rab... Uh, let me just get the files, and she sort yeah. of... no, cool. Sort of rummages under her desk and seems to select a few things from a set. Obviously, these aren't the only accidents that have happened. They're just the only unexplained ones where a droid went missing. Right. Every other one made sense. There was a guardrail that was faulty. Someone, unfortunately, died to that. Uh, it, there was an incident with some unsecured power lines. There was um, a person who successfully completed suicide. But none of those seem related to this uh, but there's Rob Garrett who not exactly two years ago but around the time I started and I don't know if this happened at all before I was here the records when I got here were not particularly thorough um, uh -huh. Rob was working on some of the sewage systems when uh, he died to some sort of accident we're not no one was ever sure what caused it. Um, Species? And, uh, human. Okay. Uh, and he he died, and the astromech that was with him was nowhere to be seen, and we couldn't find them. Uh, didn't ever check in. Um, we did try, but just entirely missing. Um, there's Barrett she was the next one she was working um, in one of the other refineries uh, on fan maintenance and typically that's a job we have multiple people do but she was confident she could do it alone and we were short staffed at the time so she and her astromech counterpart um were there and seems like either she fell or some other sort of accident but again her astromech was missing same story uh coit uh was again it was it was pre-standard maintenance work i think it was in it, it no actually it says right here it's, it was in one of the bathrooms um just no one was able to determine the cause. It was labeled an accident, missing astromech. Um, Dylana was the the most recent one, and while her astromech was missing, her her or prior to well, hers was a little bit different. Um, she wasn't necessarily in maintenance. She was just doing some practice stuff. Uh, she'd asked to corner off a bit of the facility so she could run some experiments about alternate metrics that might have a lower fail percentage. Um, 
but again, seemingly an accident, missing droid, and then you saw. Um, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um. So Barrett, female human. Twilight. Twilight. Quite. Uh. Demographics. Rodian. And Dylana? Uh, human. Okay. Uh, Alright. So, no expressed gender or species consistency. Um, did the, was there somebody that they all reported to specifically? Me. Just that's you. that's how I know about this. I right. wouldn't necessarily know if they weren't um, my people. That's not to mean I don't care. It's just that these are the people I'm responsible for, the right, mechanics right. and the facility. Um... All right. Can we change tactic then? What records do you have on the five missing droids? Yeah. Sure. Um, uh, there you go. All of the names are in chat. Sweet. I don't have much. Uh, all of the droids that work here are from the same line, uh, same production line. Um, had a large number bird sort of at once and I think we usually manage to maintain decently good relations but in terms of records I just have their numbers um, they're all R2s R2 uh R239, um, R257, they're, they're in facility designations, but um, unfortunately we don't keep much in the way of personal records. Uh, is there something specific you're looking for? Um, well, they're all R2 models. So that's... All, all same R2 model, if that helps okay. any. Same production line, same... Is there anything particular same... about those ones? Um, like, you need from... from the others. About... I mean... They were all part of... The, the droids, there's sort of three main categories of, of where the R2 droids are. Uh, sort of standard assistance around the administrative parts of the office. Um, R2-113 is the one that helps out for me around here. Um, and there's those that are part of the standard refinery processes or help with the security. And then there's droids who are assigned to specific mechanics. All of these droids were assigned to their mechanics. Right. Um, 
they all got along pretty well. Uh, you know, now that I think about it, these were some of the best mechanics we had. Um, I, I'm not trying to say corporate sabotage makes much sense. Um, they weren't Is there... necessarily revolutionizing anything, but they were all really skilled, seemed to have good relationships with their counterparts. Right, yeah, no, as far as corporate sabotage go, usually you target research and development scientific mm -hmm. consultants things like that not people repairing stuff right um or if yeah no <laughs> you pretend to be someone repairing stuff so that you can get in and sabotage things but that's not at all what was being done here um not that we have any experience with that speak for yourself oh, of course not i i didn't mean to imply such a thing um is there any potential that these droids it's would they have been exposed to or privy to any proprietary information that might be valuable to a competitor that you can think of theoretically from a corporate standpoint it's my sort of the corporate line would be that all of our information is proprietary information, every part of our process and our mm -hmm. setup is. But in terms of genuinely things that our competitors wouldn't know or be able to guess otherwise, no, the, the droids that work with R&D might, but the those assigned to mechanics, uh, unless you really want to know the detailed layouts of something like the sewage system, mm -hmm. um, but which, again, which honestly, if you're looking for that, you're going to hire a slicer. You're not going to kidnap as many droids as it takes in order to parse that together. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't strike me as something that would be particularly challenging for them to get their hands on other ways. <sighs> so that. These are my people. I'm supposed to be able to answer these questions. I'm supposed to know why they might have gone missing, but I just have no idea. Right. So, you... Did the droids, droids or people, um have uh, any any aside from you know working working the same generic because I mean these are deaths that occurred a long period of time apart some of these people were trainees so I assume probably weren't there when other people died you know other people on this list died mm -hmm. etc um Sounds morbid in this context, but they're decently high turnover positions, um, yeah. unrelated. Oh, right. Um, did they have any uh, mutual friends? Either the droids or the people, or the, the organics. 
that you um, know of. Obviously, you don't know everything about every bit of their personal life. Or maybe you do. I don't know. I don't judge. Uh, not that I am aware of. Uh, you could ask the other mechanics droids, potentially. Um, I don't know if there's anyone they were all particularly close to. I... I don't know about the others, but I tried I tried to be more involved. Maybe feeling valued would make accidents less likely, something like that. Sort of things they tell you when they promote you to upper management. Um, right. I can say Gwim was always friendly. I don't think he had any enemies, but he wasn't terribly social. Uh, he kept to himself most of the time, uh, aside from working with his droid never mean to anyone I never got any complaints HR never got any complaints but can uh, okay so a couple things he wasn't going out for beers I guess right this may not be standard or or, 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 or maybe it is but could you have somebody here do an autopsy? I I tried. That was my first thought. I got um, it's not worth that much to the company. The time and specialty of of an autopsy team is beyond what. <sighs> I look over at Ruin. Can you do an autopsy? No. I mean, yes, I can cut him up and lay him out, but it's not going to be pretty, and I'm not going to be able to tell you anything from what happens after I do. <laughs> not exactly my area of expertise, but... I mean, we put the... We take we, we we put together fucking uh, hyperspace engines. How difficult can taking apart a diagnosing a dead body be? The taking apart is fairly easy. The diagnosing. See the thing with hyperspace I'm engines. Sure the things with hyperspace weird. engines is that all the pieces are discrete, solid objects for the most part, and you right. can lay them. Biologic organics are all soft and squishy, and you cut, you pull something out, and you're not sure if you actually have the entire piece or not, you know. And 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 there's no carbon scoring half the time, and and the 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 the, the, the pH is all out of whack, and and, and 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 we're completely ignoring yeah. her. Uh, well, so at the very least, we can we 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 can we can. Look under the hood and see if, like, the organs were removed somehow or if or they're just melted. I mean, that we could probably be able to tell at least. Also, I'm what sure I can get a I'm sure that there are textbooks on the holonet somewhere. How hard. That's what I'm saying. It's not we hard. It's all soft and gooey and and messy and impossible to parse one bit from the other half the time. Ugh. I mean, unless you're Powder, who apparently decided to, you know, do that with their life. Hmm? 
listen, they're great, I just don't understand them. Um, also, we should tinker with whatever that wrench he left behind was with, or whatever. Wait, what? You pointed out his, like, his hydro spanner was still attached to one of the spigots or sprockets or whatever, oh, yeah. and... yeah. We, yeah, and if that if that's the thing that he was working on when the accident happened, you're not wrong. Kaya, do you have wrong. any technical readouts of the uh, energy consumption fun. for that that vat, specifically the uh, electrical electrical arcs I above mean, the the cooling yeah, fan? We, sure. Uh, we've got specific draw for the fan we've got the heating systems beneath the and she'll start pulling something up on her data pad that that is that's weird there's there's a spike um and she'll sort of show it to you everything's off so it's sort of operating at this level and there's sort of a straight line of mm -hmm. energy consumption occasionally it'll have to ramp up if there's some anomaly detected it just because security systems but it should just be standard, but here it seems like something shorted it out and drew a whole bunch of power at once. Uh, how long did that, that last? That would have been right around the time he died, too. How long does the spike last for? Five seconds, maybe. It's, right. Obviously, it's hard to tell how long the actual duration of it would be that's just how long the power consumption is mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sorry i shouldn't have said that in her voice that that's <laughs> right no worries okay well we will with that clarifying information we will go resume the investigation and see what we can find yep all right i i in, in case in case we do have decide to look deeper into the corpse is there a place we can do that that's not out in the middle i mean i'm okay with yes, that if you're okay with and that, she'll she'll sort of supposedly they're supposed to be sterile. give me your badge for a second yeah um she'll sort of slide it into her pad slide back out and rattle off a lab number okay should get you in there awesome um are there any current corporate or financial difficulties that this refinery is having to deal with or has been having to deal with in the past say eight months or so or however long it's been since this shit started hmm. not that i'm aware of uh it, this is a large scale refinery that as awful as it is from corporate perspective the death of a few people is negligible financially even if they pay the full settlement which they did in all of the cases they paid the full blips, blips on settlement. the radar okay yeah all right yep so when we get out i'm like all right i've gotten uh, uh, how about I think you should talk to the dro to some of the droids. Okay. See if see if the astro see if the astromech droids had there are things that are going to tell you that they wouldn't tell me or tell you if I was there. Sure. And you can look at 
look maybe look into the the at home i i'll see what i can find by digging into well yeah sounds good by being powder right I'm not going to fuck with the, the wrench on the spigot until you're there as well, though. Okay. Cool. Okay, who are we following first? Let's follow Corey. Okay. Sure. So... so you transport the body to yeah. the lab, I assume? Yes. I oh. have a question. Yep. I grew up on Narshida. Mm-hmm. I know people on Narshida. Is there a chance that I know somebody there who is skilled in anatomy who can give some advice? If not there, then I can contact uh, the Shaper. Um, so the Shaper doesn't necessarily know tons about anatomy himself. No, but he has connections. But yeah, you could get a connection through him. You also know people on Narshadad who might be quicker to get in contact with. Um, that, that is my preference because... Yeah. This group it would be a favor. Whole... You'd it's probably fine. have to pay them back later in some way or another if you can't wire them credits right now. But yeah, you know a few people. Okay. That is preferable because this group as a whole seems somewhat hesitant to working with the Shaper on, uh, on a regular basis. So yeah, I will contact someone on Narshida. See, you know, yep. underground doctors assassins okay. serial killers yeah, whoever you, might be able to help you sort of plug your plug your pad in and through coded frequencies you're familiar with you you probably go for serial killers last but yes, why no, don't that you would roll be the last. me a knowledge underworld check uh just difficulty of three okay see see how how close to what you need you'll get Yeah. successes and two advantage or two threats. Yeah, he's not actually I do have a few people that are Narshada specific that I could pull up. <laughs> yeah. Um you know a guy. Um his name is Spike. He's not Spike. I like the him already. Yep, me too. Stable sort. Sounds like Spike. <laughs> he does modifications, autopsies, fixes people up, and and does a little bit of murder on the side. But that that doesn't that's not his focus. Um, he's he's mostly in the cybernetics game, but he'd definitely be able to help you with this. <laughs> I'm not okay. a murderer. Um, I'm an artist and a medic with some extracurricular hobbies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so you know a guy named Spike. I, that's probably not his actual name. Right. Uh, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I will hit. I, I I will make contact with. Yep. And Bye. after a few minutes, this fairly lean hut picks up. Well, Corey. And I think you speak Cuddies, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. 
it would make a lot of sense given your entire backstory. As yes. Just a um, yeah. So you you don't actually require a translator for this. So he picks up, sees you, and waves that waves his uh, sort of floating, not necessarily protocol droid, but more like repurposed scout unit that can say words to translate them. Right. Um, away. Corey Tane, I have not heard from you in quite some time, love. Hi! Uh, how you doing? I, I, I've I, been I, great. I, Business uh, is always booming, of course. There's, cool. But I can squeeze someone in if you have need of it. No, 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 not like that. Not like that. Um, so, I've got a proposition. <laughs> I've got a proposition for you. Um, I know I'm you listening. like challenges. How would you like to do an autopsy from multiple star systems away? Hmm. You always bring such interesting look. It's not going to be free, of course, but you can pay me back when you have the time. Or Absolutely. Credits, if you can't wire them at the I'm moment. A little short at the moment, but y yeah, I, I trust Absolutely. we can work something out. Sure, sure. I don't mind. What are we looking at today? Vomp. Okay. They'll sort of give. Uh, and. I will quickly jury rig something that mounts the data pad yeah. on my shoulder. So I will be the hand that tries not to vomit into the body. <laughs> and he will be. Yeah. So he's going to do the actual medicine part. and But you're going to need to make two checks. First, you're going to need to make me just a... Lightsaber? Uh, let's go with a discipline or cool your choice roll. I feel like coordination is going to come in here somehow. For, just for <laughs> keeping your cool. Difficulty one. Okay. Um, just for... You are working pretty explicitly with a body. Um, Three success. Okay, yeah, you're, and it it bothers you, but not tons. I think, or rather, you're able to do it. You're able to just be like, let's I mean, get this done. This is, this is, the, it, it it smells like shit, and it's, but let's be honest, it's not that much grosser than being doused in exhaust, you know, used mm -hmm. oil or. Yeah. Anything and like that. If you think you're able you to depersonalize it, it to yes. that level, um, so yeah, we're gonna go with coordination difficulty of two, but with two boost dies for the additional successes you got on your. Okay. Goal. Um. Or sick. Apparently, I have a career as a mortician. <laughs> <laughs> or rather, as a mortician's hand. Yes. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, the you're rest of it's just fine, and you're giving him quite the convenient. He's not gonna have any setbacks to doing this. Um, but yeah, over the next half hour, Spike will slowly, confidently, curiously, occasionally humming and hawing, and probably messing with you at a few points, being like, "Poke that, poke it again, poke it again." Uh. Oh, we don't need that. <laughs> it until it squirts you in the face okay we're good moving on <laughs> um, i totally have dismantling like this body and even even though you're not making the medicine checks just from what he says and also from your general knowledge of logic in terms of anatomy there are bits missing inside okay. uh, there's definitely like all of the brain matter has been soup uh rather grotesque and yeah you sort of run through the more this sort of thorough bit by bit dismantling mm -hmm. and we will come back to your results with that after we've talked to rerun cool so rerun Corey heads off in one direction you head off to the droid area of the facility where uh -huh. apparently those who aren't on shift or are powering back up tend to hang out um, Hello. When you enter, it's it's very obvious that every astromech here is from the same batch, has mm -hmm. the same paint job, um, oh, exact God. same mm -hmm. chassis and size. It's, it's, even R two tend to vary a bit. It's it's um, it's the West Virginia of droids. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> that is a way to put it. Okay. So yeah, he'll wheel in. Kind of scan around the room. He's looking for anybody who's off by themselves. Yeah, quite a few people look over. You are quite the curiosity in here. Um, make me just a cool roll for insight. Difficulty two. Okay. <laughs> one failure, one advantage. <laughs> There's not necessarily anyone by themselves, but conveniently someone does is pretty quickly wheel up to you. Hey, I haven't seen you around before. What do you need? Some of you are missing. Uh, hmm. Oh, about... And he'll rattle off the designation. Yeah. Yeah. Gwim's pal. What do you need? Need about him. Well, we're trying to figure out where they've gone. I don't know. Search me. They've asked. They've... They even did a restraining bolt test which time first one went missing. No one's running away or nothing. And we got paid decently. Great accommodation. He'll give a rather disgruntled beep at the sound of restraining bolts. Hmm. Does anybody still have a bolt on them here? Nah, nah. Now it's just like, hey, we need to be absolutely sure that you guys aren't up to anything as a collective group. So we're going to put a few truth serums on the people that that works on, you know. Mm, still not okay. All right, um... 
sir. Have there been any? You're a spring chicken, aren't you? At that point, he will get very self-important. <laughs> and he will give this individual a full rundown of his military expertise, his experiences with the Republic, and the fact that he could probably... Never mind, we're not going to talk about how we could dismantle this place. That's a topic for another conversation later on at a different date. <clears throat> you good sir can fuck right <laughs> off. This random day job mechanic. <laughs> Look deeply unimpressed, but okay, great sir of the military, what do you need? Well, we are trying to solve this issue. Have there been any thoughts, rumors, suspicions, or anything weird that y'all have noticed? I mean, don't know if the fleshy ones care about this, but those were good folks. Those were good folks that were missing. Most of them were quite on the talented end of those we work with here. Uh, droids, too. Good teams. It doesn't matter to corporate or anything, but they, all those groups could do it faster, better than in any of the other groups. And now... I like Jason. I like my partner just fine. Um, I think we do good work, but they're, we're not top of the class. All of them were. So if, this, if these are targeted incidents, they're picking off the, the higher echelons. Yep. Okay, then. Um, he'll play back the weird binary that 59 or whoever um whoever Gwim's yeah. did you know what they're saying um kinda that that's just factory code it's um it's a reset beep I wouldn't know it because if I wasn't from the same batch but we're all siblings here so it's uh started to short circuit i'd guess when he says reset beep as in something's happening that's sort of resetting the droid roll me a mechanics difficulty two with a boost die for being an astronaut okay two successes three advantage With two successes and three advantages, to your mind, that sort of reset beep, you've never had this necessarily, is like when you are first turned on in the factory, there is essentially a factory code that's like, this is this full serial number droid um, that's kind of a turn on on the droid. That it's just a check to make sure everything's working. Um, so, what he's talking about, especially with, you wouldn't necessarily use this term, but lower end, um, production, mm -hmm. that could be what it boots up to after. Oh, it's the Windows startup chime. Hmm. It's less the Windows startup chime and more when you try and start up Windows and you just get the command screen. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's your BIOS. It's your BIOS prompt. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, it's your BIOS prompt. It's 
it's a little more basic than that. It's mm-hmm. like this. I haven't done tons of computer stuff. It's the sounds you might hear when a BIOS prompt starts up. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, so, yeah. A surge of electricity, something shutting off the droid on a more fundamental level could trigger that code. And it makes sense that that wouldn't have made sense to you as words in binary. Because mm-hmm. it's, really it's not meant to be words, right? <laughs> it's, it's not really words. It's more a random sequence. Okay. All right. All right. (sighs) What is the worst part of this refinery? What's the worst worst part to work in? Worst part to um, Uh, worst part to work in, or worst aspect of working here worst aspect of the employment that they provide i mean worst part of the refinery for me is the basement level there's a sub basement beneath it that they cut off years ago um so and he just goes on this long spiel about how it's a little bit rickety and they can't feel it with their feet, but if you run across it with wheels, you know it's a little bit bumpy that, that the sediment beneath this area was never filled in properly. Unsta- unstable terrain, that whole thing. All right. Yeah. He'll let um, him, he'll it doesn't let him... strike you as an immediate safety hazard, but it's, right. it's definitely like the thing an employee bitches about. Right. Um, it's it's bouncy, especially if there's a lot of people running through that area. Mm-hmm. Just like slight nausea. It's like being on a ship, but you're not on a ship, so you can't just turn on the ship settings and not deal with it. And then he'll uh, he'll show him the um, sprocket with the wrench on. Uh, you're familiar with maintenance around here. What's what's this one do? Hmm? Uh, the sprockets bring in and take out all of the whatever substance they're refining today Uh so every so often usually once every two or three months uh for each area they shut it all down and we go in and make sure that none of the sprockets are malfunctioning right clogs so that looks like that one either was malfunctioning or was a little bit loose or something and you put a wrench on it, or we check it first. We um, we use the input data pad to order it to send a little test substance down, rescind the temp- test substance. Then the ones with hands go in and screw it on tighter, clear out whatever clog there is once you've diagnosed the issue. Okay. Uh, Pretty if standard... You- if you're interacting with one of those, is there any reason that it might prompt an electrical surge, say, through the cooling fan above? Hmm? No, not unless the fan was, like, at 400, 500 times what it does. Um, fans spark sometimes when they're doing when they're doing the bigger experiments, but that's only when the vat's full. Right. There's no, there's no need for that to be running at high power when there's nothing in the vat in the first place. Hmm? No. 
it keeps running because if you shut it down, it takes a lot to restart the fan. Sure, inertia. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's just running, running on its default low energy settings. So okay. there shouldn't be any reason for the fan to spark. If someone was to intentionally induce an overload of the fan, how would they have to do that? Roll me a... Roll me a negotiation. Okay. (laughs) Difficulty three? All right. Yeah. Oh, God. My life for a light side point. Anyway. Um... (laughs) I haven't wanted to fuck you guys over. Nah, it's all good. That's fair. No problem. Uh, Wow. Uh, One success, one advantage. Okay. Or one threat. Or one threat, sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. With one success, he looks over you. Look, like, I don't trust you tons. Let's get that on the field right now. You're a random guy. Oh, it's okay. I have a permit. (laughs) That's not a permit. You just wrote, I can do what I want on a piece of paper. It's as good as it gets. But... Not gonna tell you how to do it on a technical level, but you'd probably wanna put something up on the fan in the right input valve, or that, or do something digitally through the imp- through the settings that the R and D department uses. Okay. Um, and he'll give this droid kind of the baseline of here's what we know so far. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, Gwim is definitely dead. His astromech is definitely missing. And it was pre precluded by the fan apparently freaking out. His astromech doing the reset code beep freak uh, thing. And we're here to try and figure out what's doing this so that it stops and none of the rest of you go missing so basically the (laughs) the the standard police well here's what i can tell you about the investigation if you think of anything else here's my card (laughs) yeah and he'll sort of roll his eyes but okay okay dude see ya and yeah as you two meet back up, we'll get to Corey's conclusions. <laughs> um, after having fully opened up the body, Spike will start walking you through what's in there and what's not. So, lots of bits are missing from here, and some of them, I'd say, hydrolyzed electrical spike to a Rodian system, you lose some of these things. The right. brain's gonna fry... You saw that. Um, you can also sort of yep. see along the back of the neck. You've got some, some burns that would support that analysis. I definitely saw that. Yep. It's fine. But Keep going. Keep going. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. I even give you a discount. What am I saying? No, I won't. You so. already said it. Too late. No take backs. Do you really want to get into a price argument with a hut right now, dearie? 
I mean... My hands are already dirty at this point. Literally. <laughs> um... Sorry, go ahead. What were you saying? Thinking about charging the extra. Now I already said that. Do you want me to take that back? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. So, what else you got here is lots of bits that were not vaporized. Or were, rather, they were definitely vaporized. But they weren't... Not by the same systems. Shock. Yeah, you get rid of some of these things. But other bits and pieces. The stomach, the heart, the... They might end up a little scorched, but they should still be in place. And actually, if the jolt is short enough, I wouldn't even expect them to be particularly scorched. Um, you can kind of tell with the intestines right here or that that's, that's not vaporization that's going down. And that's not the stomach got vaporized and now the intestines are hanging loose. That's this thing got, mm, I don't know moved out somehow or another or without being there and without with the equipment you've got I can't determine how this might have happened but I'd guess it was some kind of organ harvest they wanted certain bits um, they wanted the brain stem right. they wanted the heart, the stomach um, these muscles in the upper arm if you wanted those parts for some reason, why would you want them? I mean, if we were dealing with a rare species or something, I might want them for trade. Anything's heart goes for a decent price on the market, but stomachs, Rhodian stomachs especially, less so. They don't keep well. Uh... I might want them because I have a different client I might want to transplant them into. Um, I might want them for... recreational purposes, let's just say. But it's not like you're, getting, you're looking at anything that sells particularly... If you wanted to sell these bits, you could just jab a knife into someone in a back alley. Be just as easy. At least, easy for me. Okay. And... <clears throat> um... If... I said so you don't necessarily know how, but just to theorize... How would you remove these things without having, you know, gestures that the opened up? Without knives or blades or spikes. Hmm. How would I? I'm assuming you can't just tractor beam this shit out the mouth. Mm. You can, but it ends up messy, and you wouldn't end up with the bits as precise. Right. Also, you'd need a very specific kind of tractor beam. Don't get me into the, all the issues that come with downsizing that technology for medical. Entirely legal, of course. At least where I am. Um, 
you could potentially the actually just flip him over I'm gonna look at um, one thing right okay well that that is going to a lot of effort for not much gain but because he made his check this seems right here it if you have essentially portable Bacta, you can quickly seal seam wounds. So very precise tools are specifically designed to clip out these bits, yank them out the thinnest possible exit around the bones and the spleen and stuff like that. You remove it, you seal it up very quickly. He and even with a newly dead patient, it doesn't leave much of a mark. I would say your friend, whoever he is, has had very specific things he wanted and very specific tools to do the job and quite a lot of experience with that kind of tools. I wouldn't expect, even with such tools, that he could get very far with this before he'd need a lab like you've got or some other sort of setup right okay so that gives us potentially something to start with all right um anything else you can think of that might be useful well, if you could tell me if there was anything else missing or anything else you found at the scene. Droid. Astromech droid? droid. Astromech droid. Now that does a strange thing. And he kind of licks his lips and... Um, Let's me grab something real quick for demonstrative purposes. And he sort of rustles around in the background and sort of pulls out about half of a medical droid chassis. Clearly there's no internals to it right now. Uh, it, it sort of dangles. So, this. Now, the new thing in biotechnics and pioneered by a fascinating gentleman that tends to go by Rufu in my circles um, is integration there's some very high class projects where things like aug automated hearts are placed into otherwise living humans or stuff like that very rarely does any of it succeed but you can also do the opposite you can stick a and he sort of pulls something off of his one of his tables. This is a human brain. You can just throw that in with all the tech, and if you wire it up right, you can use it. If the droid's also missing, could be some sort of trendy new topic. I am quite interested to see the results of such a thing. So... Oh, you mean like that girl we have on our ship? Hmm? Rerun's not Inverted, here yet. Inverted, <laughs> but yes. 
<laughs> in reference to the first thing that he was mentioning, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Um, Thank you for such an interesting afternoon. I thought you'd appreciate. Indeed. Well, stop by any time you're all nighted on need anything, want to start paying back that debt, or just want to talk. Yeah, sure. Uh, I... Next time I next time I'm on Narshad, I absolutely will. Um, bye. Goodbye. As Everyone about down, that. That's about the time you come in. Okay. Looks down at the body. It's like, I guess someone will clean this up. Turns around. Well, I'm back. Okay, how'd it go? Apparently, they don't believe that we're here to help, but other than that, I was able to pull a little bit of information. All the squads that have been picked off have apparently sort of been the top of the class, as it were. Also, if you were intentionally going to send a surge through um, the systems that we observed, you would probably have a apparatus attached to the fan circuitry itself, so we may want to go up and poke around at that. What'd you find in the puddle? Hmm. Uh, so he was definitely killed. Yeah. Point, 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 point. Organs removed. Ah. How? Yeah. Oh, okay. How much detail does Rerun have on the, shall we say more defining characteristics of General Grievous. Hmm. Um, roll me... General Grievous specifically, roll me Knowledge Warfare Difficulty 4. Okay. This is gonna be great. There is a chance you were on the right ship at the right time to know about this, but okay. it's a low chance. <laughs> oh, what a chance! Two successes, Two three, successes three threats. Three threats. Um, so, you've worked under Jedi generals before, and mm -hmm. you are aware of Grievous being one of the m most threatening major commanders that the Republic faced during the Clone Wars. You also do would know, because just your personal interests, that... Grievous had an interest in putting bits in himself, but like I, eyes. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You would you would actually with two successes potentially also be aware that he would specifically target Force users, right? Um, but yeah. like with with that with three threats. Um, Nothing bad happens because you know that it's it's a knowledge roll. Mm -hmm. But 
but but I'm not aware of Grievous's actual identity as a cyborg. That he was originally a biological being who no, okay. you're not aware of Grievous's specific cyborg identity as that was not knowledge available to the right. military mm-hmm. at the time you were serving. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, you you do know that at least in terms of rumor and speculation he he, he wasn't a hundred percent robot force user parts to his mm-hmm. robotic aspects yeah huh. but it doesn't strike you that this is his mo right even if he wasn't definitely destroyed yeah but but uh, so I'm marginally aware of the existence of the phenomena, but not with any level of specificity. Hmm? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you you know that glass matches some of those descriptions too. Right. Uh, but yeah, she's that's off uh, being with the other part of the group. That's right some now. old Republic military scuttlebutt horror story rumor shit. You got we got going here, people killing people to put them in droid bodies yeah um well well i stop thinking about the potential horrific consequences of this let's go look at that fan (laughs) yeah okay so yeah you head up there again this this entire area has been basically cleared out and you have freedom to walk around wherever you'd like um, the observation deck and the fan that's slightly below it are deserted. There's There are a few consoles that seem to be more for monitoring whatever might end up being in the vat. There is one for monitoring the fan itself. And then there's this large swirling fan with electricity that sort of runs through it and electric grills on either side. Okay. Rerun's going to give it a scan over and see if he can find any evidence of tampering, unnecessary modifications, that sort of thing. Mechanics difficulty of three. Okay. Hey, four successes, two threat. Yep. You, like, you almost... Trying to use my threats properly. You you almost tip over the edge trying to grab it, and you can't, like, grab for it right now. You just mm-hmm. don't have the arms. <laughs> right. But you do see sort of affixed to where the large power lines for the fan connect to the circle within which the fan blades are. Um, a sort of strange little square with a beeping edge on it mm-hmm. and that's not part of any design spec that you're familiar with for hey, something Corey. like this hey cory hey cory hey cory look 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 there's a there's look look at that can you've got there's longer arms can you grab jetting out of the can, fan can you grab can you can you grab that <laughs> into the fan yeah it's not in the fan. It's on. Oh, good. There. It's not a power line that reaches towards the fan. I stick my That's hand into the rapidly necessarily spin. Better, but it just don't worry. It's yeah. just it's just attached to the power line. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, but that is what she does. Yeah. 
Yoink. Yeah, you can pull it off pretty easily. Um, Rerun just couldn't reach it with two threats. Yep. Um, but yeah, Rerun, if you want to investigate it, computers or mechanics, difficulty three again. Okay. He'll give it a try. And when he fails, Corey can give it a try. Hey, that's a failure, a but also failure a, a triumph. A triumph? You pop it open. You have no idea what that circuit board does for <laughs> some reason. Corey, this is weird. Can you look at this? Sure. Um... Sorry, Jeremy. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. Uh, mechanics? Yeah, mechanics difficulty three. Good thing I checked. I still have the boost die. All the successes. Like, yeah. And a triumph. Okay. So <laughs> four successes, a it, triumph, and two threats. Yeah. With the thing properly open, you just sort of pull around in it, and it's easy enough for you to tell that this is... It seems like it's primarily a timer. Whenever this was attached, it was set and... Once the time that was set on it has elapsed, it would essentially use the little bits of energy it had siphoned and stored to jolt the power line and overcharge the fan, electrocuting this entire room. Oh, so it was a surge inducer. Hmm. Yeah. Essentially, yes. It was a time surge inducer. We have the smoking circuit board. We do. That definitely was also what blew out the cameras. Yeah. Um, with a triumph... We need to backtrace the components. You, you could. That would take a long time to source where, where all of these circuits came from, especially if they're secondhand. But with a triumph... This was definitely placed here manually, and the other thing that strikes you is that you couldn't just place here manually and hope that there would be a technician here at the time that this goes off. It would almost certainly have been placed with enough time that the person could leave, but someone who had direct access to okay, this person is definitely here at this time. Like, through the camera systems, through some other thing, they knew that this person was here. It's an inside uh, job. I mean, I think that was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it wasn't a droid that did it. <clears throat> no, it sounds like... Because yeah, we can't reach. it was a droid with arms. <laughs> I mean... Need to go. There are droids that could do it. Yeah, just... Helix could do this. Yeah, Not... Helix would be a perfect example. Yes. Well, okay. Helix I don't think more Helix elegant, did it. But he could. I don't think Helix did it, but Helix could do it. <laughs> and uh -huh. Helix would not have bothered. Yeah. 
No. The only thing preventing this from being Helix work, Helix's work is too impersonal. Yeah, Helix would Helix would want to actually shoot them himself. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't just shoot people because there are times I'm sure where somebody's like, make it look like an accident. You know, like like they say it like right. <laughs> over a hollow over 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 uh hollow hollow vid um like shadowed like with with a hat on that disguises their identity yes yes make it look like an accident to which helix says i can make it look like i meant to shoot the person next to them and accidentally shot them i mean make it look like an accident and then a city block explodes right because sometimes that gas me right Power, power conduit overload. Oh no, yep. that part of the city's gone. That was definitely an accident. That was improper engineering. I'm going to blame this person. They're going to be dragged on the media for the rest of their lives. That's okay, I killed the person that I was paid to. Sorry, William. But yes, I... <laughs> Helix has long enough arms to have done this, but you have good reason to suspect that this wasn't Helix. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I, uh, yeah. Okay. So if they are taking biological parts and putting them into droid chassis in order to for whatever reason it would also stand to reason that those droid chassis with biological parts are ending up somewhere and they would need a place I assume to do the transplant And it would have Labs. Well, yes. But are those labs, like, used fairly frequently and able to be accessed by a number of other personnel? And If you have, control, if you have the right level of control. Okay. Should we go back to Kaya and be like, hey, can we get access records for every time somebody's punched into a lab over the last flum to flum period of time that was supposed to be over period the of last time. very uh, over the last since dude died yeah sure so we are putting about what 35 40 percent odds on that it's kaya yeah I'd say we're at about a eight to five against. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like I would okay. say better than half against, but still significantly four. But still significantly, yeah. Right. Still significantly in the mix. Yep. 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure we were on the same page about that. Yes, and also if the labs thing doesn't pan out, there's also the abandoned sub basement. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I thought you'd like that. There's like an abandoned or semi condemned There's a sub-basement that like literally nobody goes down to. 
and the droids Let's don't let go, go down there. Okay. <laughs> I thought you'd say that. <laughs> Just for my benefit, where are you going first? Because there's two places said. I think we're going okay. straight to the abandoned sub-basement. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you guys might like that. But yes, there is there is an abandoned sub-basement. Uh, it takes you a little while to figure out how to fully get there. Um, but yeah. Oh, question. Um... um is the timer thing still functional? Uh, it kind of got fried when all of the other electronics in this room got fried. Okay, well, if Rerun can try and repair it on the way down to the sub-basement, he's going to do that. <laughs> sure. Mechanics. Diff. Two. Okay. Oh, damn. Yeah, you don't even just get the timer part running. You've got the surge part running, too, though you'd probably want to use it, like, on one of the fans to get it to actually work, but full in operational order. Can he spend his triumph on the give a device a new single-use function? Within reason. Um, so the way this thing works is, as I understand your description on it, is that it basically, over a period of time, siphons small amounts of energy from electrical systems and then can sort of release it in one huge pulse, right? Release it in one huge pulse, which, in the case of the fan, that released pulse led to a larger surge led to a larger chain reaction uh, okay from the power source all right um this thing cannot contain enough energy to electrocute a huge room right but it, it he, he would he would like to try and f for a one-time usage uh make it to the point where it can store itself at least enough of a pulse to incapacitate, if not kill, an average biological-sized being. Not necessarily yeah, overload an entire room, it, but... but mm -hmm. yes. Okay. And he's going to tweak the settings... be fried permanently by that time. Right. He's going to tweak the settings a bit so that it's gradually drawing on his own power sources and start okay. charging it on a trickle. Yeah. It will take quite a while for it to charge, given it was previously charging off of industrial right equipment. <laughs> industrial equipment yes <laughs> yep Rerun okay does not have as much power as <laughs> as a refinery <laughs> but yeah absolutely okay. um cool. you head down to the basement and then you find one of the do not enter condemned area access patches for the pouch or access pouches that's that's very 90s of me, but no. <laughs> it's, it's more of an access hatch than a pouch. Access hatches to the sub-basement. Um, heading down... Corey, your lungs are immediately caught by the dust. Um, mm -hmm. And just general disuse of this place. It, 
smells a bit rusty, a bit moldy. Um, the floor is... If you've ever been in an abandoned building where there's still some tiling, but the ground and earth has started to take back the floor. Um, the ceilings in here are fairly short. Uh, everything's eerily quiet, but sort of creaks on occasion. And looking around, there's no lighting here aside from whatever torch, whatever they call a Star Wars flashlight that you pull out. Glow rod. Uh, they call it a glow rod. Yeah. <laughs> because we're not allowed yeah. to use just actual terminology in sci-fi settings. <laughs> I mean, it's called a glow rod because it's more like a very bright glow stick. Yeah, but... that's fair. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. The only lighting here is what you've brought with you. You see the what look to be essentially basement storage corridors, a very worn sign in indicating basement cafeteria this way, a R&D this way, storage this way. Uh, in these corridors. I just because I, I may have totally missed this, what what was being looked for beyond the basement itself? Uh, so once we get down there, Rerun's going to look for any sort of uh, conduit or power line or something and see if there's any active energy running to any rooms down here. Hmm. Okay. You know what? Let's make this a perception difficulty... Two, and I'll flip a dark side point. Okay. Because it's a wreck down here. All right. You'd normally be able to find this fairly easily with a mechanics check, but in this case, it's mostly about seeing something. Oof. One failure, one despair. Damn. Yeah, no. Uh, there might have been power lines but there's just nothing that your little um sort of installed flashlight sees okay you just hear the sort of creaking and the dust um yeah. cory i think we're gonna have to do this the old-fashioned way <laughs> i think you're probably right he pulls out a grenade. No, just kidding. <laughs> okay. Oh, right, right. Sorry. With your eyes, <laughs> not by blowing everything up and killing whatever runs away. Okay. Did rerun work under Anakin Skywalker? <laughs> I'll leave that up to you. <laughs> Seems like he learned a very specific version of Republic military procedure. <laughs> we don't know where they've gone, sir. Blow everything up. <laughs> they can't hide if the planet is missing. <laughs> goes, are you sure that's a good idea? <laughs> and Anakin goes, yes. And she's like, okay, let's <laughs> find the best way to do this. <laughs> can't hide if there's nothing to hide behind um so yeah 
rerun will <laughs> rerun will just start emanating as much light in the forward direction as he can and make sure that Corey doesn't disappear from behind him at a spooky dramatic moment (laughs) okay uh so if i could get both of you just to make me um vigilance checks Okay. Difficulty two, and I'll flip a dark side point on each of those, so you have all of them now. Yeah. God damn it! I get all the despairs. Two advantage, but also a despair. No failures, though. Hmm. That's a really difficult. Two with the dark side upgrade. Vigilance. A threat, but no despairs. <laughs> I win. Yes, you do. <laughs> Neither of you technically failed. Neither of you succeeded, but neither of you technically failed. <laughs> so rerun, Corey, you're both headed num- in as far as you know the correct direction for labs or something like that. I think that's what you said you were looking for. Well, I mean, we were in the sub-basement, and then, yeah, looking for any evidence that somebody's been operating off the books down okay. here. Yeah. Yeah, so you're, actually, you'd probably head towards, like, wherever you might suspect an engineering room is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, where they might. And you're headed largely in the right direction, thanks to Rerun. Um, just headed down the pathways. Uh, maybe something slithers, slithers by you, but you don't quite notice. Maybe a camera turns towards you, but you don't quite notice. Which is me trying to do that thing where the camera pulls back and shows the thing players don't know about, except for right. <laughs> in tabletop. I am super duper excited for us to die, and then next game, <laughs> us revealed to have been life model decoys <laughs> or some shit the whole time. Yes! No, if I'm going to retcon you to being dead, I would have put this way further back in the timeline. Because it wouldn't <laughs> make sense for it to have only been for a short amount of time. Um, but yeah, as you prowl through the, this basement, hearing nothing... Seeing nothing. Becoming nothing. Corey, you feel... You feel something. As you're jolted in the back with some electricity. Ow, 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 this is bad. Um... And that would be... Let me just check your character sheet real, real quick. So I'm. Um. Two strain damage as one of the cables above your head sort of flops down and knocks into you. 
My soap uh, takes no. my soap applies against that, right? Yeah, as far as okay. I know. Uh -huh. I have a soap of two. Okay. Yeah. So, ow! So you're Mother fine, but definitely you recognize the sensation of being jolted by an electric cord that you can now see sparking and hanging. Run. Yes. Oh. Excellent. Here, help me with this. And he okay. pulls he pulls his little shock inducer off of himself now. That's some live energy. I want to charge this thing up. All right. So yeah, you wait there for the three or four minutes it will take for it to be charged. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Sure. Um, Rerun, you can still set the timer on this whenever you'd like to, but now it is a charge shock surger <clears throat> thing. Okay. Charge anti-surge protector. I don't know. <laughs> um, Basically, it's a, it's a contact stun grenade, pretty much. <laughs> about at that time, suddenly... You know the lighting they have on airplanes for emergencies that's yeah. like a, along the floor? That sort of lighting starts to light up in front of you and then spotlights that seem to have previously been reasonably well concealed along the walls um, sort of flash down and almost blinding both of you for a second hide, and hide. illuminating this corridor. And um, a carpet of green and blue felt rolls out, landing essentially at whoever views standing in front's feet. This got just, just, just got like seventy-two percent more threatening. Right. You hear staticky, like the old radio soundtrack kind of music of this harp being played slowly. Um, and clearly some kind of recording that occasionally cuts in or out. Do we want to follow this? Someone definitely knows you're here. <laughs> My, so... I w my mind says yes. The current cleanliness of my hand says no. <laughs> Rerun takes a minute to parse that metaphor. Oh! Right. Powder would have caught on to that a lot sooner than I would have. Um... Well... As the one of us who is not wearing any pants, I will go first. You <laughs> head along this carpet accompanied by weird haunting music. As you get closer, the harp is joined by an organ and more 
I don't know. The Star Wars names of these instruments exist, but I'm not going to use them at the moment. But basically, um, it's Captain Nemo. We're running into Captain Nemo's lair, pretty much. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and again, on this sort of Fallout, Bioshock, the slightly staticky music um, playing through through the bright spotlighted chamber as you walk down um, and through an open door to what seems like it may have once been the cafeteria. On either side of the room, lined up against the walls, are maybe a dozen or two decraniated people. Um, which, let me try and find the image file for that. Oh, yay! Case. There's images. I'm so happy. Just in case you're unfamiliar with decraniated people. Um, sort of dressed in a black outfit with a matching, essentially, top half of their seemingly human ones. Top half of the head missing and a, like... About standard modem-sized slab of technology replacing it. Blank and black. But they're just standing up against the wall, kind of? They're not actually, like, moving around, yeah. per se? They're not moving around. Um, they seem to just be standing there. Yeah, we're greeted by the crew of the Nautilus. Mm. All right, mm my best james mason impression okay anyway um so rerun just i don't know the thing jack is referencing <laughs> but okay <laughs> unless you're familiar with live action disney movies from i don't know pre-1972 probably <laughs> um live action's not my area of expertise that is 100 percent fine um so rerun is just motionless silent and his head just swivels around to look at Corey. i uh, uh, um yeah And then as quietly as possible, he begins to inch his way across the room. Okay. Trying to not be heard or seen. Make me a stealth roll with two setback die because you're on a brightly colored carpet with spotlights on you. Difficulty? Two. Okay. With but but, but with, with the all the setback, <laughs> right? All right, here we go. God damn it! Two failure, two threat, two advantage. Sorry. You're trying not to be heard or seen, and you think you're keeping fairly quiet, but it's really hard not to be seen in the situation I just described. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Corey. Rerun is doing the droid equivalent of, like, the creep forward walk. Mm -hmm. But 
with the spotlight following him. <laughs> so... Mileage may vary on how stealthy that is. Uh, um, are there any like access panels or <laughs> info ports that he can see? So as you pro as you head across the room, you start to see what's what becomes illuminated at the far end end of. Again, this is like a standard cafeteria. There's. Mm -hmm. Um, the end seems like, seems like boards or something were appropriated to make the end of this room into some sort of stage. And, and as you get closer, curtains pull back, back on this stage, the sound building to a crescendo. Welcome, welcome, one and all. And the music cuts out been so long since visitors joined me for my tests. You're interrupting one of the tests. I hope you, you appreciate the hospitality I have offered by postponing vital experimentation for seeing you. Who can we can we see yeah, who's doing? You don't see anyone at the moment, but you do see a flickering blue screen on the far end that's just at the moment just flickering and static. Um, there's there doesn't from the part of the curtain that has so far pulled back, you can't see anyone on the stage. Um, but the voice is emanating from the screen. Okay. Rerun's gonna continue the slow uh, approach. <laughs> valuable research. Fuck, that's a Palpatine voice. It's not Palpatine. Valuable research tests. Experiments. But new blood is always good. Better blood is always good. Seems that you are quite quite useful, quite talented. We appreciate that, wittingly or otherwise, I was provided such excellent tribute. Um, Rerun, you wheel up to the edge of the stage, try and crane your head up. All you can see is that screen on the far end of it. Okay. And and the decraniated people standing around the room. <laughs> okay. Yep. He's still trying to see if he can ID the voice or the identity of the speaker or anything. <laughs> Roll me a difficulty for knowledge under world check to identify this voice. Okay. Underworld. Difficulty four. I'll use a light side point. Why not? Yep, one failure, one threat. I don't know shit. <laughs> no idea. It, 
this could... You don't know everyone, and this isn't someone you know. Okay. But you're here. Uh, sorry, was there anything Corey wanted to do at uh, this time? Corey is going to try to sneak up with. Okay. Stealth check again to set yep. back. Um, to difficulty. Two setbacks. Two difficulty. Eh, <laughs> yeah, what the hell. Point, a destiny point, and let's see if I'm sneaky. Uh, since I get on the right part of the character sheet, <laughs> I am sneaky. Hey. Yeah, you're you're managing to keep quiet. The spotlight seems to try and follow you, but it doesn't seem to be quite keeping up. So you're trying to keep to as dim a part of the room as you can. Without standing up next to the people who've had mm -hmm. their heads removed for the purpose of serving as essentially pseudo-droid servants. <laughs> All eyes are on me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, where's your friend? What's your friend? Never mind. I'm sure she wouldn't. No, no one would miss the show. That would be so disrespectful. No one's disrespectful to to, to me, to Aura. Um, to I am, I am excellent. I am great. Everyone loves my invention. I'm talk of the town. Um, that stupid mental bullshit. Shit. Back, back to this. Back to this moment. This experiment. This. Few have sought me out so far. You must want to know the truth. See for yourself the next stage, the newest evolutions. Is there something cylindrical and heavy I can <laughs> quietly pick up? Shh. <laughs> You can spend a light side point to make convenient things automatically true. <laughs> also, I am right here, Jeremy. <laughs> that is also true. Rerun <laughs> would count, so reruns fat. I was heavy. thinking more of the pipe variety. <laughs> Not that yeah, sort of Yeah, you can heavy. spend a light side point for there to be a conveniently located pipe. I don't so, think Corey could pick rerun up. With the successful roll, you could pick him up, but he's, he is rather heavy. So yeah, you slide down, grab a pipe. Um, and the curtain pulls back all the way. And rerun, you see... Essentially a glass orb containing wriggling bits and pieces of muscle all sort of affixed to the outside and within it just seems to be a vat of 
organs, both human and, like, droid pieces wired together in weird ways. Is It's about the size of, like, a large beach ball, and it's clear glass on all ends. And it seems to be rumbling slightly as though it's desperately trying to get off of this podium and end its own existence. A prototype, to be sure. But glorious and beautiful, even in such an infantile stage. That's not a glorious or beautiful scientific accomplishment. That's... The leftovers from a butcher shop wrapped up in a circuit board. Oh, but you do not see. Cory, what do you want to smash? <laughs> I'm trying to sneak up on this dude and then okay. hit him over the head. Just as a note, there is a screen that's saying these things, and then there's the orb that has the bits oh. of people in it. Sorry. Uh, then this. Hmm. Sorry. No, that's uh, fine. That's what I get. Um. Pipe still has relevance. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just holding onto the pipe for the moment. Okay. Um, the voice will continue. You do not see. You don't understand the truth of things. Not yet. I haven't explained. And the screen will start flickering with random images as though who someone is someone is trying to sort image files and suddenly compile. <laughs> I need a PowerPoint right now! <laughs> yeah, it's, awesome. like, it's like if someone is trying to compile their PowerPoint in the middle of their presentation. Um, and pilots, mechanics, the essential jobs of our society are built upon on counterpart art. Droids, humans, two droids. It doesn't quite matter. But the situation is always the same. There's two, there's two, which is inefficient, non enough. Don't you see? We need to combine, to adhere, to make the two things that coexist in Semba yote into a single organism. I've done it before, I've done it with myself, with other you need to put the pieces that to create something to become one to become a grander organism okay well and he glances around hearing that i've done this to myself and is looking for anything here besides the decraniated people and the muscle ball on the is there anything else around here that looks like oh this is the personification this is the core this is the person who has become Make me a mechanics difficulty three. Okay. And that, yeah. Two successes, a triumph, and two threat. Mm. Unless he's very successfully described hidden himself as a decraniated person, which doesn't strike you as likely for the grandeur he's display. The self-importance he's displaying. Right. Um, 
most likely something either behind or connected to the monitor would be the closest thing you could guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he's going to wheel his ass up on the stage okay. and go poke at the screen. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not an easy, easy effort, but you manage to, like, basically wheel yourself up bit by bit onto some of the stuff discarded around the room and make your way onto the stage because you look oh yeah go ahead oh no okay his his lead-in would be like okay because you look like a discount hollow projector on the fritz i'm not seeing much glorious about your new form definitely looking around in a very sort of perplexed and confused but trying to dialogue you know Make me a deception check. Okay. Difficulty of two, and we'll see whether or not he takes the bait. I'm not great at this, but Flipping we Flipping a try. dark side point. Okay. <laughs> Flat roll. <laughs> Sorry, that is not enough. No, that is fine. He's fine with just being a holding no, action for now. me, you try and deceive me. Yeah, I know. I am perfect. I know oh, my true form better than you ever could. No, this is why you must be perfected. It like my dolls, like everything else. Those once I perfected, it, it doesn't question me anymore. Or it is in perfect form, and you have brought both of the components necessary to perfect yourself. Um, wait, are you saying that descent is not a proper form of communication? <laughs> How else do you progress scientifically if you can't have people question your presuppositions? You're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, actually... Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? He's right. <laughs> I just wanted to well actually someone. <laughs> but perfection requires. Here's me. I am imperfect. And you're still flawed. The experiments continue. If you're perfect, how did we find you when you were obviously trying to remain undetected? I was waiting, waiting for something smart enough, someone smart enough, some excellent material, working with the dregs and the scraps until I could get my hands on something useful, something wanders in. Honestly, I mean, now that you've explained it, I'm starting to see where you're at with this biological hybrid thing, but... You should really just stick to what you're good at. And he holds up the little shocker, like, th mechanic thing, slaps it, sets the timer for about half a second, and slaps it on the monitor. <laughs> okay, um... <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no way that's not going to short it out, and this thing does not have any way of evading you. <laughs> it does. The... the... 
He monitor dodges. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, maybe he's right. <laughs> and Corey, rerun. You both hear this piercing scream that starts, or tells the sort of scream that an electronic gives off, like the whirring, high-pitched noise. Is and morphs back and forth to oh, the screech of someone in deep amounts of pain. In... I can't do those sounds, so we're not gonna try. Theater um, of the mind, everybody. Yeah, and and the screen just fades to blackness. Um, the room around. And you, the the spotlights that have been trying to follow you sort of stop still. Um, the, the music, that little bit that was still in the background, shorts out. A rerun kind of sighs, looks down at the ground for a minute, and then turns to Corey and pulls a pair of glasses from out of nowhere and goes, well, that must have been rather shocking. <laughs> I've been saving up all game for that. I can tell. <laughs> I will now voluntarily add another dark side to point to the destiny pool. <laughs> Not how the destiny pool works. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> every time you make the every time you make the GM essentially desk flip to get a dark side point. It's kind of like the swear jar that they try and have right. children have so they don't swear. Right, and then you realize you're just saving up for pizza. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you think he's dead? Oh. Maybe. Oh. We got our answer, though. Should we call Kaya to send a recovery crew down? Uh-huh. One second, and he turns to look at all the decraniateds. Are any of them moving? No. Uh, roll me just a mechanics difficulty to for diagnosing this okay that's uh four successes and a triumph and two threat <laughs> they're definitely all alive and you're actually fairly familiar with the basics of decraniated people as a as a thing mm -hmm. um essentially they're typically humans that brains and upper bits are removed to not necessarily replace with a droid, but instead just automate. They're almost, almost they're, they have some level of basic logic sensors, but they're humans turned into, for lack of a better term, mobile furniture. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's kind of an underworld practice as far as you are aware, um, but they're definitely still alive and breathing to the extent that such a thing person is, but they haven't been given any orders, and potentially whatever network they were connected to isn't operational anymore if it was him. Right. So 
they're just standing there. Okay. <laughs> what are you thinking? We did we catch a name? He said something about Rue something. Something like that. Rue Fred, Rue Fru, Rue Fred. Okay. I think so, we <laughs> Yeah. Just to clarify, Rue Fru was a name that you heard yes. from Spike. Oh, from Correct. Spike. Okay, right. Yes. No, that uh, wasn't he from... he did mention a name. He referred to himself a third person at one point as Oram. Oram. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, these individuals seem to be calm for now. Yeah. So let's go tell Kaya that she's okay. got a weird techno organic meat locker in her sub-basement and that she might want to see what's going on down here at some point. <laughs> Sounds like a good plan. Okay, watch out for uh, dangling cables on the way out. Mm. Right. Because that'd be bad. Yeah. When you head up, I think that's where we're going to end it for the week. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <sighs> Well, Thanks for joining us for this weird side adventure, and next week hopefully we'll be back to a planet of darkness and slavery and shadows. And revolution! Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.